welcome. I'm hosting. It's my last show. I can do whatever I want. Hello. Welcome to Hack the Dino. My name's Dan McGuinness. I'm joined tonight. Are you reading the news? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or I've a never, I've never hosted before. I don't know how to do it. I have to be all like... We are gathered here today. <laughs> To mourn the loss of Dan McGuinness. My name's Dan McGuinness. I'm the best dude out. This is my last show. I am joined tonight by the game's anthropologist, Floppy Starek. Hello, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary peeps of hey. all kinds. Also, um, Brayden, our millennial falcon, is over on the keys. Hello. It's been a night. Yep. And Ben. <laughs> I'm on a chair. I don't have. No, that Ben doesn't have a name. And Ben Eggman Rosenthal. Yes. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get on with the show. I'm going to. Right, talk. Go talk. It's, it's, it's our show. It's our show. It's the Dan and Floppy Extravaganza. And me, Mr. Eggman. There he is. There's that Ben voice. Uh, nice, nice, nice. So, nice and loud what do we do now? Voice. Usually, Ben, what's the next thing? Because I've never hosted. Just, just give me little tips on the way. You've been doing the show for four years. Usually, we look at the show run and go, "Oh, look, it's time to watch a trailer." It says something. No. Do no? you want to watch a trailer? Let's go to... Uh... You can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Instagram and Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, er- anywhere you pick up anything. You can just search us on the internet, the YouTube, the YouTubes. The YouTubes. YouTubes. And what do you do yeah. when you go to the YouTubes? You type in hackthedino.com. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you, re- you really don't. Please you, don't search YouTube.com backslash hackthedino. You press the subscribe button. You ring the little bell and you like our videos. You yeah. also tell your friends. Yeah, that's tell a big one. Come and watch because yep. you'll like what you see. And chances are if they're your <laughs> friends, they'll like what you see as well. So you should tell them and then they'll watch. We're and already... They'll press the likes and the subscribes. And yeah, then, then we get a bigger couch. We're already making Brayden, dri- driving him to drink. Brayden is on frustration mode because you can see we're late. It's because everything went woo for a while. <laughs> it um, really did. But let's just move on with the show. So first up, we have a bit of a trailer this week, don't we? A bit of one. Have you got it all set? Oh, it's all set up. It's great. So the Resident Evil Game of the Year 2021. Uh, <laughs> 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 What's the lead here for? Okay, so um, that's the title that the video is going to be called, but... This is the uh, Resident Evil showcase that aired earlier in the week, which announced all the Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8 information and dropped a demo. And we can see here uh, some gameplay, just showing off how beautiful the PlayStation 5 really is. And it does look fantastic. And it looks great when you don't have to fire at anyone or actually deal with enemies. Yep. Here's three enemies. No, it was just a walk-em-up. I watched it. Yeah, it's a, a PlayStation 5 only demo. And basically it was there to uh, show off how awesome it looks on the PlayStation oh, 5. But we'll get to that in just a bit. Um, the showcase showed what we can see on the screen here, a bunch of Lady Draculas. Um, eating now, they're moth-like. They're the Mothman prophecies. I thought they were Draculas. Oh, they are. But uh, the internet moths. has fallen in love with this tall lady. Oh, yeah, big lady. Uh, she's, uh, she likes um, fedoras. Absolute unit. That's not a fedora. It's no, a beautiful, that's a lady hat. It's a beautiful that's, sun um, hat, mate. Don't Stop you ride horses side saddle ever? No, sorry. Although oh. I do sit in comfy chairs side saddle. Excellent. Um, you look like you're trying to hide a boner. Well, you mean trying. <laughs> I'm succeeding. Uh, it's coming to PlayStation 4, same day, same date, and can be upgraded to the PlayStation 5 version for absolutely free. Um, hmm. That date is May 7th, 2021, and you can pre-order it now. Uh, there are collector's editions absolutely everywhere. 
and the first-person perspective from Resident Evil 7 stays, which I think is a really good thing because I uh, think it's a lot scarier than the third person. So I've just finished Resident Evil 7 this week, and I've got to say that Resident Evil 7 may be the most Resident Evil game since Resident Evil. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. It starts off, like, you've got really limited movement. I know it sounds weird because it's first person, but you walk so slow in it and you turn around so slow that, like... It's kind of like having tank, tank control. Yeah, yeah, it's like tank control. Yeah. So you, you have to run to one side of the room and then slowly turn around, and there's always a dude in your face. And you start off in a mansion well, not a mansion, but a house, and oh. eventually you work down through into labs and all this stuff, and you're like, this is Resident Evil. This is Resident Evil. Did you do it uh, VR? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like, That's sickening. As someone who has started that game in VR, started... Yeah, that but you were um, traumatized by a family member, so that... Yeah, of... dude, even without that, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Who's and this guy? Uh, that is one of the, the gentlemen who uh, works one for Capcom. Do you know what I didn't like about this this presentation? What? You had the girl that start, opened it up and she was like, Hi, welcome to the Resident Evil Brittany demo. Brocker. Yeah, yeah welcome to the Resident Evil blah, blah, blah demo and all this stuff. Do you know what? I heard they asked some questions like, when can we pre-order this? And I was just like, oh my God. Like, oh, it was a really bad script. Yeah, and it's just like, well, I guess we're going to find it when you pre-order it. I used to listen to her when she was on What's Good Games. And she's still on. Is she on? I haven't listened to her for ages. Yeah, no, she's still on. She's I a professional. She left. Um, no, I'm pretty sure she's still there. No, I could be wrong. Well, one of them left. Um... But uh, that wasn't the only thing that was uh, mentioned. They did say that the demo, you play as the Maiden, not Ethan, who is the main character of this game. Um, and the demo goes for about, I, I think I played it for about 20 minutes and managed to get to the end. It is just a walking sim to get you used to uh, the atmosphere and, and show off the PlayStation 5 graphics. Floppy, did you play it at all? I did, I did. I am a, a big fan of the Resident Evil series, so I was looking forward to playing this. Um, I was kind of hoping there was going to be more to do in the demo, but having said that, I really liked it. I love, I love to feel. I got real Resident Evil One feels from it, like just to do, you know, that the mansion and like Dan was saying, with the speed with which you move around. Yeah, you're the slow, whole, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Just the finding little things that, that you had to do to to get through areas, like find the ring that had an eye on it to remove the eye to use it on the statue. It was just really Resident Evil One. Yeah, like and I love that because that was yeah still by far the and coolest. they're the puzzles. That I, I'm going back to seven now because I got nothing to go on, but seven is you know the precursor into it. And I finished it like yesterday, and the day it finished, it did a download, and there was a new downloadable content called like Not a Hero, and you played Chris Redfield. I think oh, that cool. might have been coincidental though. That it down no no, I downloaded it before, and I had to download it, and then it just so happened it was this day. Oh. Anyhow, um, but I did like um. Yeah, it's just a great game. And now, because everyone's all about, you know, Chris, Chris, Chris's jacket, Chris Redfield, what's he doing? Stealing babies. <laughs> what are you doing, mate? Well, I mean, you can buy that jacket for $1,500. <laughs> Why not? I might if buy you it. Like. I might buy it. Buy 10 Go on. All right. All right. You I heard bet. it here first, folks. Mark it down in the notes. Um, be sure to clip this on, on the old Twitch. Floppy might buy a brick. No, no, no. You said you were going to. I said I might buy it. Brayden, did Floppy say he was going to buy it? Confirmed. Sucked yep, in. Confirmed. It's not like this is being recorded. You can't play that. It's being streamed to dozens of people right now. Mm. Oh, that's pes that's optimistic. Dozens. <laughs> no, at least, hang on, let me check. At least four. Shh, yep. Don't you don't mention that stuff. <laughs> um, I'm in control of the show. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so let's just move on. I reckon. All right. We've well, looked um, at this. We know it's going to be the. Right, it's going to be great. I am. I'm fiery. I'm scared that they're going to do overhype. You're you're not. You don't think it's overhyping, but. You know, the hype, the hype doom is a thing that can happen to all games. And I just don't like when there's too much of this, like, we're going to show you a little bit of this stuff. Pre-order, pre-order. Hey, pre-order. And then 
Because you know that the people who love the pre-orders are the people who don't have any confidence in their game. Yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Having said that, it's coming out in May. Yeah. It's and, not coming out in like two years. And the demo... Oh, yeah, we don't know that though. ...is looking very good. It says May 7th. Over, yeah, I know, but like... Will it? I know, but... They also um, announced Resident Evil Verse or Reverse, which is a, uh, free for anyone who purchases Resident Evil Village. Uh, the four-player multiplayer thingity-bob. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah I'd be care. keen for that. We should do some of really? that. Really? You're keen for that? Yeah, why not? I. What did you think, Dan? I like things in nah. Resident Evil. I just want to play Resident Evil. I want to like walk around and find cogs and put them in, and shields and put Look them into that. things. Is it the police station? And is turn pictures around. It's just, but it's just a deathmatch thing. There's so many deathmatch things out these okay. days. I'm just like, let me, I don't let me like it. the look of it. it it's when I say I like it, it, I mean I like it for a hot minute. Like it looks like it's so like Borderlands style. It looks like that Jute Newcomb like third person online game that you, what was that? Trapped in Time or whatever it was called. It reminds no me of that. Oh, you've been Nemesis. Sure, it looks not? like it's been put through a comic book filter. Oh, like, that yeah. was the guy from Resident Evil Seven, like the Ethan, the dad. Now the oh, the of the big family. boy. Oh, he looks like he. Yeah, I kind of like it. I'd cry. I'd, I'd never play those games for long, but I'll I'll have a crack. Did you ever play the Resident Evil, like the real early one that was like Resident Evil Survivor? I think it was called. Oh, the one on the 3DS. No, on the um, PlayStation Two. No, I it didn't was know. online on PlayStation Two. But it didn't have any servers here, so when you got it here, you couldn't play it online, so it never worked. But you were four people, and in and out in Resident Evil Two, like time, and you had yeah. to like do stuff like, uh, you know, one person had to barricade the windows up while the oh, other person so would do like all this. Yeah, it was like you had to do all this stuff to stop like stuff happening. Cool. Yeah, it was real early stuff, real early good ideas, but it bombed because you couldn't play it with didn't people get here. Supported here, and it was impossible by yourself, which I found out. Moving on. Um, so what did we think of the showcase overall? It was 17 minutes long. Uh, I think it gave a good uh, chunk of the meaty gameplay, uh, the announcement dates, the demos with additional surprises, with acknowledging that more was to come. I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, mm. I was happy. I was very happy with it. I didn't find it too overhyped. I thought I was the Not only yet. person who liked Resident Evil. Now everyone's all over it. I've always liked Resident the Evil. Un- they made eight games just for you. <laughs> yeah, but no one cared about like, Plus the, the other them ones. after four. That's true. Yeah, five and six. Are I saw today that they. I, I I thought I read an article that they're they're remaking four now. Uh, it's been pushed back. Uh, they yeah. were trying to. I thought seven was the remake of four. Like you know, no, no, it, no, village was the remake of four. That's it's not a remake. It's might maybe a spiritual successor. It's a big big homage. I want to, to see it. them remake Code Veronica, the one that was in the Antarctic. Yeah, I like that one. Good spiders in that one. PS two one. Mm. I would I would call it the Dreamcast one. Heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Code Veronica remake. Probs coming soon. Yep. It was good. That Without one. any sort of fact or anything. Just call it gut feeling. Now. Floppy's gut feeling. You know, no, that have, was the pizza that I you had. You know what we should chill. do now? We should move on because there's, no, there's nothing more than I love than Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I'm keen to see the new Animal Crossing update stuff. To try you to know read what? what it was. There's one person that. I thought it was going to be a trailer. It says trailer. The new Animal Crossing update trailer that came out this week. Oh, God, it's so good. Festivale. <laughs> <laughs> Colours. Yeah. Dan, pastels. Pastels. Oh, that's a lot. Look at that. Want to get rid of those hard colours, hit the pastels. And they're so now octopus on land. Yeah. That's incredibly Do you know what's even better? One of the villages you can get is an octopus, but it's a takiyaki ball. It sounds a bit rough. I don't know what that means. It's, it's an, octopus. an octopus ball. So like they get octopus, cut them up and deep fry them in a ball. Oh, that's horrendous. Yeah, it's great. Can you get takiyaki people balls? No. Oh, r- no. R- rubbish. Did you just say takiyaki pickle ball? No, no, no. Um, 
So, another update for March. Yep. Ooh la la, festival. So there is another update coming uh, in March, which they announced at the end of this, uh, which is also coincidentally the 35th anniversary of Mario will be ending. Uh, we've seen Mario IP stuff in Animal Crossing before. Look at the hint there. Hmm. Uh, we got some footage. What are you talking about? We got some footage, I believe, Bladen. Uh, Bladen? Bladen. Who's that? Ooh, Ooh, that's a cool name for you if you're a superhero villain, Vigilante. That, that's oh, that's my bl- character Bladen. in the hit film Blade 3. Yeah, I was yeah. say, if you get vampires. Get vampires? Anyway, uh, New Leaf has some IP of Mario and Link, and I think we got some footage here of what we could possibly expect coming to the Switch version of Animal Crossing New Leaf. So you can just get little items like this and just looks deck horrendous. out your room. What really? is this? Well, this is New Leaf. This, this is on the, the DS. DS. Oh, okay. That's so it's not going to be on the Switch, but you get the general idea that you've got Link there and you can get What's cool this? little... Oh, New Horizons. This doesn't make any sense. Like what? Any they... of this stuff. Let's continue on. All the Nintendo stuff. <laughs> so these things that they do, the updates they're doing for Animal Crossing, is that like the seasons they're doing in Fortnite? No, this is completely free. All right, cool. I believe this is my show, Floppy, and stop asking questions about stuff. Was that okay, Braden? It wasn't me, so I assume yes. Cool. There was just a giant noise. Don't know where it came from. We've got ghosts in our new studio. Big ones. Big ghosts. Human-sized ghosts. Next up, we have to talk about a serious topic now. Scalpers. No, we're not talking about top four Sega games for each system. I think we are. We are talking about... I skipped ahead. I'm (laughs) heaps good at this. Stay tuned for Dan more. Dan doesn't even want to this do is his my, own segments. This is my own segment. So this is my... I'm just going to sit up a bit so I can get in there. So I've decided as part of me being my last show that I want to do, because I'm in a, a Sega kid, I wanted to do an indulgent section about my personal experience with my favourite game for every, every Sega console that I have owned, except for the Game Gear because I hate it. <laughs> you own that? I, don't, I own it, but it just wasn't, there was never any good games on there. Ooh, Didn't the battery don't, last don't like crucify me. Seven and a half minutes. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. It did, the best thing about the the Game Gear, it, the best game for the Game Gear was the TV tuner. <laughs> <laughs> so you could watch telly. You in got your that bed. as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so first up, my uh, so this is just Sega systems I've owned. So I'm not you know doing you know every Sega system. This is just the Dan McGuinness timeline of indulgent Seganess. So first first one I had Sega was the Sega Master System. Um, and my favourite game on that is a little game called Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Ooh. Now, this was really hard for me because there were so many Sega games that Master... I was like, is it going to be Wonder Boy? Is it going to be Wonder Boy in Monster Land? <laughs> is it going to be Wonder Boy 3? But deep down, I feel that this is my favourite Wonder Boy game. This is the one that like introduced me to the weird mechanics of open world a little bit more than um, Land did. And, you know, with the changing of the characters. And it just had so many weird ideas to me that I thought no other kind of game at the point that I was playing did, like RPG. It was such a cool thing. And recently I streamed, like, you know, the remake of it and finished it in one go. Because st- it's weird how the muscle memory of all the stuff you can remember yeah. from these games. The Switch one where you could switch back and forth yeah. from old visuals to new visuals. Yeah. I played that. That was good. So this is definitely, like, my favourite. And, it's, uh, I mean, I've got fond memories of playing it with my good mate, um, Adam Kister. He was a good mate. He had it at his house and we used to like, you know, play it after school and stuff like that. So this is definitely up there. I've got an honourable mention for everyone quickly as well. Um, my honourable mention for the Sega Master System is Psycho Fox. This game has that and kind of Alex Kidd and Miracle, but you can't really say that, you know what I mean? Because it was, it was the built-in game because everyone's got the best memories of that game. Alex, Alex the, the kid. kid. Alex the kid. I love Alex the Kid. I didn't Do you know why that. he's a kid? 
I didn't say that. No, that's his last what name. Lots of people say. Oh. Uh, so here's the cut to the middle, Braden. Skip to the end. Skip to the end. So Psycho Fox is basically like, you know, it's a, it's a sideways scroller. It was clunky. You could change into different animals. It, ha- it had speed problems. Is this a ROM or is this how it looked on the system? Uh, this... That's got to be a ROM, right? Yeah, it can't be is, that crisp. This is a... a yeah, I, I did choose a like, nice crisp version of it, <laughs> okay. like, for, for all the... A fake but version. Why are you, those butt plugs jumping at him? Oh, well, you, do, you, never, <laughs> well, you have to throw a bird at them. Oh. <laughs> a butt at them. A bird. Um, so this game was like kind of like doing that Sonic thing where, where you can you can run way too fast for how how you know it was like one of those games where you had to go. Do, 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 do. So is he a red panda? He's a fox. Oh, right. That's He's a psycho fox, mate. Psycho Anyhow, we get moving moving on. Next console generation. Second one I had Sega Mega Drive. Now this was hard. This was hard to really pin down my favorite game. There are so many good games down on here, but in the end, I had to do it like. My game with the favourite music, the game I played the most with the most uh, and with friends was oh, was Streets of Rage Two. That game, this game was the best, Sick. man. This game had the best music. I still listen to this music every now and then. Um, the two player mode uh, took it like to the next level from the first game. You know, getting to pick one more character, which is that big burly dude down the bottom there. And um, yeah, it was a sick. Uh, have you guys played this? Yep, uh, love it. I don't think I did. Really. Really? It, it was just such a good game. And you, like, your mates would come over and you could just play it. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. wasn't like you got into it. You could, you could, um, you, could uh, you know, carry people through if they weren't very good and stuff like that. Weapons in it. I remember thinking, like, how good would it be to be able to beat up this many people in real life, go to school and just beat everyone up? <laughs> well, Dan. Even though I liked everyone at school. <laughs> you might want to uh, invest in a little thing called karate. More therapy. I know. More therapy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have been watching Cobra Kai, and you, can, you do get good at karate in like two months. Oh, less. And you can also like break and enter and cause grievous bodily harm by uh, cutting people up by pushing them through glass planes and not get any trouble. Captain Marvel, what came first? Uh, Eggman. <laughs> the chicken or the Eggman. <laughs> um, and my honourable mention for Sega Mega Drive is Micro Machines. This game was oh, rad. I, I played this. Micro yeah. So Micro Machines, this game just came out of nowhere. Like people weren't expecting this Codemasters game. Any second, Braden will have I'm getting there. Yeah, the footage of it. Oh, this is sick. Yeah, this game was I mean there's been mega mega versions of this game out, but this was the first one I played and it just like you had to like it was that kind of game you had to learn the tracks. You yep. couldn't do it without learning it. And then the two player was cool. You just had to get the other person off the screen and you could cheat. Like, so many times, like, you were clearly ahead and it would give the point to the person who was losing. So, yeah, it was just this hilarious, awesome game. Every track was different. That whole vibe of driving your cars around. I mean, and as I said, they, they kept doing them. Like, they've been making them for years. I think they still make them. Uh, this is the first possibly. game I ever played that had drifting. Really? Oh. Yep. They definitely have made similar games because I had definitely played one on the PS4 uh, in the last two years. There was a Micro Machines one that came out. Dylan on the chat reckons this one might be um, an an unlicensed game. It could be because you could just say, no, it's not code. code, You know, it's not not Micro Machines, the brand. They're just really small Micro Machines. They're just machines that are micro size. It's Micro Space Machines, not (laughs) Micro Machines. Little cars. It's a hyphen in there. Anyhow, doesn't matter. Um, That's my honourable mention because that that game, so many. And we still play that. We have boys nights and, you know, get the boys around, hit a bit of Micro Machines. There's girls there as well. 
I've never been to one of those. No, me either. Yeah, that's because I have to invite you. Maybe That'd be a men night if I invited you guys around. Oh, good nice save. safe. Yeah, thanks, man. Is um, it a safe? What? <laughs> it's a save, Brayden. Oh, the boys are around. To ma- the, you got the boys, man. Boys, two men. Don't I'll make love to you. But it's like you want me what? to. Um, so no, the, no, next, the next console in the damn McGuinness life was the Sega Saturn. Now, I, I, I jumped into the Sega Saturn a little bit later than most people would because I bought it off the video shop <laughs> <laughs> um, when it wasn't popular anymore. But I, I had thought, So my favorite one on there was probably Street... This is for me. Street Fighter, Al- Street Fighter Alpha Warrior Dreams, which was also... Is this like a, a something else it was called or something? Like Zero or something? Yeah, Zero Three. Yeah, Zero Three. So you get, you get a couple of like Dark stalk, Stalkers characters in there, don't you? There's, there's like um, in this one. No, that was Marvel vs. Capcom. I'm pretty sure the Darkstalkers characters. Isn't came. there one in here or something weird? Anyhow, I really like this one because at the time I didn't have like a really good Street Fighter version. Um, in a home, this might have been one of the first. Like, I can't. I oh, think I don't know. There was a first with this game, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh no, no, that's for the next bit actually. Sorry. Um, I just like this one. It was really easy to get into. Um, you had the, the six buttons for the, what's it called? The, the satin and stuff like that. And yeah, it was just a really good Street Fighter game that I just got in. And this is where I kind of started my love with Street Fighter, which is probably the reason why I'm really bad at Street Fighter because this is a <laughs> different kind of one. And my runner-up, my honourable mention for the Sea of Satin is the House of the Dead. So yeah. this was the first port of House of the Dead ever onto a home console. I had the gun. Um, one of the gun combat ones that could plug into the Mega Drive, uh, the, the the PlayStation and the Sega Saturn, like the, you know, the, the black. Con? Yeah, and it had the, what's that thing called? Like A slide. Slide on there. It was clunky. It was pixelated. It had green blood, but it was House of the Dead. Um, and yeah, just sitting at home, I loved my gun games. And we were actually talking about it the other day with Ross at work. Why I... aren't there any gun games anymore? Because they don't, re- uh, there is. Um, I just bought... Like a buck hunter thing yep. with uh, the switch. Yeah, but there's no guns. <laughs> I well, the giant thing I was holding looked like one. True. Like a rifle. Oh, well, did it come with that? The rifle. Yeah, it comes with the rifle. I remember the House of the Dead on the um, on the Wii was really good. That came with the, the gun and stuff like that. I just love gun games. I want Point Blank to come I have, back. I have uh, for the Wii Resident Evil Chronicles. And it comes with a, a magnum gun for your Wii remote, and then the uh, the giant Bowie knife that the um, the nunchuck fits in. Yeah. So you've got your knife and gun combo. Oh, that's sick. So good. Yeah, this game looked whack, by the way, <laughs> as you guys can see. Uh, but it was like you know, I wanted to play, I wanted to shoot zombies, and I loved like you could shoot their faces off, you could blow a hole in their chest, you could shoot their arms off. So to me, that was really important. I've been a limb collector my whole life, so. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you could shoot body parts off of things. This is in a time when there wasn't that much gore, if you know what I mean. Moving my on to my face. Oh yeah, the faces look like buckets of smashed crabs, mate. They were they're they're bad. <laughs> it's a smashed crabs. Um, oh, can I just call um, attention to the chat? Yes. Triple India said that there is a Kickstarter for a universal adapter for all old light gun setups for HDTVs. I would get behind that. Ooh. That sounds awesome. Link it mm. in the chat, Indy. Um Triple. Trips. And my last Sega console T-O. that I've owned, because um, I think it might have been the last Sega console. <laughs> Let's call him Tindy. Tindy. Ooh. Tindy. Um, is obviously... Always... Yeah, no, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Ruin my last show. It's fine. That's all right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I've ruined the past 120 odd. Why should this one be any I different? didn't even say what number the show was because I didn't know. <laughs> uh, my last console is the Sega Dreamcast. Beautiful console. 
Um, one of my favorite consoles of all time. This was another hard one for me. On what, what did I want to choose? Like, was it you know, was it two player fighting? Was it? But then I remembered that every bloody Dreamcast game was a two player game, nearly apart from Sonic Adventures, um, and most of them. So my favorite one is Dynamite Cop. I found this game <laughs> so funny. This game, this game is hilarious. Have you played this game? No, I've, I've never seen this game. I've before. never heard so of it. So you play two players. You can pick up anything as a weapon, and just like beat people up with it. The more you um, the more you get hurt, the more clothes you lose. <laughs> so you run around your jocks at the end. It's full tongue in cheek. It's it's like a port of um. It was originally a diehard game in the arcade, and they made it. They lost the licensing. What? I've heard about this. Yeah. So I had this. I love this game. This is two player, perfect. Like it, it's so funny. You can get like um cut to a bit forward, Braden. So you're on a, the whole thing is you're on a, a a cruise liner. You do these like quick time events in between. You know, push left, success. You just do something stupid. You know, burst out into the next scene, <laughs> and then um yeah, they're they're just, they're just fighting arenas. You can see there's a nuclear warhead he's got there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this game, hello, your deck chairs just hit it. It was just a really fun beat 'em up game and stupid fun. There's lots of oh, weapons. This game looks great. You can play if you, there's a girl you can be who's actually the best character because you can actually go up to people in it and br you can grab them and then you break their arms. And if you just keep doing the the code to grab. You just keep breaking them more and more until there's just a ball on the ground that you've broken them into a ball. <laughs> like, Do you have this game? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I need to play. Dude, there's so many good Dreamcast games. That's why I said it was so, it was so hard to choose. Um, my honourable mention, Brain, you can get the money, oh, is... I just um, to keep watching gameplay of that. <laughs> my honourable mention is Power Stone, uh, another two-player game. That's a really expensive game now. Is it? Yeah, really expensive. So, So this is... Basically, they're all kind of the same kind of... So this is an arena where you play against people. Um, and you've all got a jewel in you, right? So you have to hit a character enough to, to knock their jewel out. Then once you get three jewels, you transform into this Bombardi badass. And then everyone has to avoid you until your jewels, until your jewels fly out of you again. So... <laughs> <laughs> you look like a Power Ranger. Yeah. Well, just depending on what character you are. Like, if the other guy got it there, he turns into basically Goku. Like, he has, like, the Super Saiyan hair and stuff. Like you, so, your character's from all different genres. In, I think, in Power Stone 2, you could have four players at the same time because the Dreamcast had the four-player things. I think you can also play it with, um, what are they called, uh, NPCs and stuff like that. This is and unreal. The, yeah. So, this game was so much fun. This is what the Dreamcast was. It was very, very arcadey. It was very, very hang out with your mates, play games together. It had four slots at the front for your controllers. Yeah. You know, it was it was all about hanging out with your mates. Uh, honorable mention. I've got two honorable mentions for this. <laughs> and the last one was uh, Cannon Spike, which I actually played with you guys the other day, didn't I? Cannon, Cannon Spike? So this is a Capcom game where they just got mashed up a whole bunch of characters. You can be like, there's a bunch of unique characters. Um, it's basically kind of a twin stick rail shooter. Oh, you two, showed us. Yeah. Two player. You can see here one of the characters here is Charlie, which is Guile's brother or cousin or something, isn't he? You can be Mega Man. You can be Little Red Riding Hood. You can be. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's basically it's basically Smash TV, just a really good version of it kind of thing. And, and another one. It's all about like two players at the same time working together. Dreamcast. Oh, such a good console system. I, so many good games. I, I, I didn't... 
There's also a lot, like uh, you know stuff like Soul Calibur I was going to put in there as, as being the first fighting game I ever played where you could actually where you punched the person actually hit the person there. Mm. So you know if you hit him in the arm, it knocked their arm back and stuff, and that amazed me at the time. I have so, a yeah. confession. What I have never played a dreams a Dreamcast. It's chronically good console. You know what's also good about the Dreamcast? What's that? No region locking. So you can just burn an ISO onto a disc and play whatever you I like. Wonder I wonder why Dan like you... has so many games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so that's... Uh, that, that, they're my, that's my, like, my Sega memories. I have a whole bunch more. I love Sega. It, it's always done me good. Especially being the limb collector. Like Sega was always the violent console. Except for Dreamcast wasn't that violent. But the games were so arcadey and so fun. Hit and run? Oh no, Crazy Taxi wasn't that pretty crazy? Violent? Yeah, I I got a bit into Crazy Taxi, bit of it, you know, bit of offspring. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, anyhow, let's move on. I've had a little. Uh, I have one more section coming up at, later on in the show, which is my my coup de gras. Is that the word? Yep. Coup de, yep. coup de gras to horror. I think it's sure. coup de gras. Yeah, coup. that's yep. Floppy got it there. So um, ne- next section is yes. what I was trying to say before. Scalpers. Are they, are they good? Kill are em. they bad? Kill them all. So we want to talk about the scalping of the uh, the what the was the lacking of PS5 stock drew due to scalpers or bot scalpers. What do you think, Ben? Is that what it's about? Have no, read- no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so um, two days ago, uh, scalpers bought up the entire PS5 stock that were uh, going to be released through a UK store uh, called Argos. Um, Basically, Argos came out uh, and surprised PlayStation fans with new PlayStation 5 stock, but unfortunately, scalpers exploited a loophole to purchase the stock before it even went live to customers. Uh, they were able to get their hands on uh, ha- they were able to get their hands on the stock a whole day before it went live um, by going in the back end of their website and pre-ordering there before it was uh, given to everyone. So, what these guys did uh, after they got sale uh, got the links to it, they had a premium uh, Discord where people pay money to join this Discord and then, like, auctioned off the links yeah. so people could use their bots to get in there and Ugh. purchase them beforehand. Uh, this is just like GameStop all over again. <laughs> uh, it comes as a scalper by the name of Carnage revealed that he was able to pick up 2,000 PlayStation 5 orders through a UK seller. Oh. Did he get them? Uh, well, uh, apparently a lot of them got cancelled, but, uh, yeah. They, so, no, uh, it didn't work. <laughs> Well, he got he got a fair bit, but getting two thousand. I hate scalpers. I hate them with a passion. I have never really experienced them. Hey, I've never bought a ticket dodgy out the front of a a, a concert. I've never ever seen one. I don't reckon I'd trust one. I would never buy something off someone in the street, even out the front of a thing. Going, oh, I bought it. I don't want it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean that's the base level analog yeah, scalper like, I'm talking about. Uh, scalpers have been around for eons and, and ages this isn't a new thing but what is new is the fact that they're using these bots to mass purchase all this equipment and then sell it at a hugely inflated price so i think uh, playstation 5s are now going for 1200 us is the current going rate that's re- that people are it's asking not for. worth more than 750 remember bucks. the nest mini yeah like people are selling that for 300 dollars. you know what they stopped production of that they're not stopping production of the ps5s no they're not out of stock. They're not. They just wait and get. When them. are they coming back? Because Dan McGuinness still doesn't have one. I figured you guys got me one for a going away present. I got you some beers. That's, can um, you get me one, Brad? I got yeah, you a sure. PS5. It's down under the really? TV over there. Oh really? We, we plugged oh, it in. Oh thanks, to test guys. It. Uh, so wanted me to raise the question: How do we stop scalpers? Shoot um, them. 
Should we raise the price of the product so no more money can be made from them? So if people no. are willing to pay a thousand bucks for a PlayStation that won't work, 5... They'll just make it $2,000 then. Yeah. But I mean, That's will that work? No. 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 No, you think people will pay no matter what? The scalpers will be like, sick, even more expensive things for me to make more money from. How do they make more money if they're making the same They make the same, the same amount of money. They just, it's just a different value. Uh, what about all the, the capture bots? Like... Do those, you know, when you uh, okay, go so to... Okay, so I don't understand how the bot things work. But we're teaching it artificial intelligence. Braden, fix it so bots don't work. Let's get me a beer. <laughs> he can't, sorry. Braden, we lost everyone because Braden was getting a Dan a beer. I'd really like the robots a drink. Um, I, the, with this, yeah, the bots bit, I don't really understand either how Braden. it all works. I just assume that like... Braden, Yo. can you stop bots from working with your technical hoo-ha? What? I wish. Me too. Um, so whose responsibility is it to stop the bots and the scalping? Um, I can't open I don't this. No, like is it is it the responsibility it of individual retailers or sites to monitor their things? I don't know how bots work. Yeah, like I, I guess we can't um, comment, can we? You can never beat the you can never beat you the scalpers because the scalpers are humans and they make the bots. There is a way to beat <laughs> scalpers. There is a way to beat scalpers, but everyone has to get on board. You just have to kill them. No, no, just don't buy. Just don't from buy them, them, so they're stuck with all this stuff. Don't, don't buy from scalpers. Don't do it. Like they, no matter how much you want it, just wait. Just wait, and, and then you'll be able to get it. Eventually, it'll come for, for a the PS Five and stuff like that. Some things that they do limited stock of, no. But don't buy from scalpers, especially because you guys that are people. buying stuff online. You want it the day you want it because you're buying it online because you want it straight away. Getting from a scalper means you just wait even longer. How do you mean? I don't know. Okay, good. What's up, up next? Another Netflix. trailer. Netflix. Netflix has a new Tom Rider anime. Let's have a look at the trailer. Bring it up. I haven't seen it. It's not a trailer. It's a, uh, a previously... Um, previously on the Tomb Raider show. Previously animated show, which uh, was cancelled a couple of years back. But they are bringing back a uh, Tomb Raider anime exclusively to Netflix. Oh, what oh. a style. Um, so what like you're it. seeing here is re-envisioned. Um, Re-envisioned Tomb Raider. It's a 10-part animated series created by Ricardo Sanchez. I don't reckon that's his real name. Is that the guy that made Aeon Flux? Possibly, like, yeah. like that. Uh, it was, this was originally released on the Turner <coughs> Broadcasting online video game service, GameTap. Remember GameTap? No, no one does. No. Someone, someone turn that faucet off. Uh, it was basically <laughs> uh, a, a website you went to for all gaming-related material when this was a, uh, an Is that like game exclusive. trailers? Kind of, but not. Before that? No, because game trailers are still around. This looks awful. Um, I don't think it does. I reckon it looks rad. It didn't last very long. Style. Look at it. It's oozing the styles. It's oozing. Look at that. That's that's that thing that Death wears in Sandman. Around her neck. So, do we think a Tomb Raider animated anime... Animated anime? Yeah, sure. uh, Will be all sorts of successful, or will it fall a bit flat? I think a Tomb Raider animated series... Would be great, just not this one. No, but why will that be great? Do you want Warren Ellis to uh, write it? Well, I think it's I think it's got potential to have lots of uh, ongoing stories. Could do like a like an X Files thing that used to have like a story every week. Oh, Monster of the Week. Yeah, yeah whole Monster of the Week thing, but with Tomb Raiders and Tombs, Tomb of the Week. But um, I'm sorry, I just I hate that style. That is Did fine. you not like Aeon Flux? Uh, no. Oh, I love Aeon Flux. I, did, I like the story. I didn't like Ooh, the looking at it. That guy got thonked. But I think I think the concept is great. I think absolutely with Tomb Raider, you can have a really long ongoing. 
animated series. When you say anime, I... to the Castlevania Netflix series, or what's that? Sorry, like the Castlevania Netflix series, would it be similar to that vein? I, I haven't watched so. it yet. I have. Um, the problem is when you say anime. This is an animation. I always I always consider anime as like Japanese animation, mm. where I, I just animated. don't think. I don't know if like like how. Oh my! I mean, like stuff like Black Lagoon and all that's got that seriousness, like Tomb Raider vibe to it, with that cool stuff to it. It could work. It just depends who makes it. It's just you know that old chestnut. Yeah. Like it just depends what writers they get in, what animators they get in. You know, get the guy who made Evangelion to make it, make everyone like cry and feel weird. Don't do that. <laughs> What's up next? I haven't been reading the show around. Bring me into it, Ben. Okay, we're going to look at a little bit of a discussion piece from uh, a bit of news that came out during the week, and that is, is Xbox in money trouble? Um, so the quarter two for 2021 financial statement was released by Microsoft, and to cut a long story short, no, they're not in trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Xbox saw a gain of 51% on the previous year. Uh, Game Pass has hit 18 million subscribers. Uh, Phil Spencer has apologized for the console shortages and has announced that they are getting more available this year. Microsoft, in their announcement, have made enough money in the last year to buy Bethesda twice. (laughs) (laughs) For the podcast listeners, I was putting a fake penis coming up. (laughs) I I've never thought of that before. It's, it's a great thing you did now. It's great that you're leaving, Dan. Why is, um, <laughs> Dan, I th- why ben, is I Phil Spencer apologising for console shortages? They're not... They, they didn't make not many. They made a freaking lot. It's yeah. just there was more did, people. Did the Xbox really them. make more? They all made more. Yeah, they made heaps. Both Xbox and Sony they like made. Quadruple. But wouldn't, wouldn't they have had expectations from pre-orders to know how many they actually really needed, though? Well, it also, when did pre-orders go live? I don't know. They also had September. a little global pandemic that they had to worry about as well, and that may have cut some Why? of their console uh, manufacturing ability a little bit short, especially with China shutting down first. Yeah. But, like, they didn't make... Just a little bit, and then people, and then it was like ten people went and went. Oh, we're all gone. They made millions and millions of these things. They should have. So they should have done their pre-orders sooner to work out numbers. Like a well, lot. No, I don't think that would have mattered. They've made as many as they could physically make through the manufacturing that they've got. Yeah, it's it's not Nintendo. Nintendo uh, artificially create a shortage in order to drive up. Uh, desirability and to make more money in the end whereas Microsoft and Sony I think just wanted to get as many units out there as possible because they're always going to sell out they knew they were going to sell them we the robots in the chat he's like it was the scalpers they're all all the stock is locked up with the scalpers is that true true do we know that or Spencer doesn't have to apologize I I found that odd that he apologized for that like they did everything they could to get as many consoles out as they physically can did he Um, they've even stopped what is it they've already stopped production of the Xbox One X yep to be able to up Series X, PS5s and in Japan, uh, PS4s in Japan are so pretty much not getting made just to make PS5s. Like, do we have an idea of when the PS5s there's going to be a new batch? Nah, they have said they're going to try and get more out before the end. Was of the that year. batch of the JB ones true? Yeah, was that, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah but you know how? Got some. What? Yeah, a couple of people got some. Yeah, couple, fourteen. Yeah, about that. Like, it's not from getting more shipped in. That's from like withholding them from launch date. So. It's crazy, isn't it? I think anyway. But like I was saying before, this scalper thing, which we are saying, is that? Do we know that's true? Like, are there actual play play S fives out there in a warehouse? Like, yeah, you know uh, that guy in the Simpsons that rings up and goes, 
have you got any more of those things left? Yes. Yeah, we got a couple. And it's like a whole warehouse sitting there with them. <laughs> there are photos that scalpers have put online of them sitting in front of hundreds of, bo- well, you know, 50 or so boxes. It's like the Matrix fires. gun racks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, if, if you know, if, you know, 200,000 scalpers do that, there's like a lot of them gone. I can't do maths. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and, and if one's done that, there must be a million more that have done it. Yeah. Anyway, Microsoft isn't in trouble. They're fine. They're more than fine. They're probably making more money than Sony at the moment. So yeah. when good. they were saying they were up so much on last year, fifty-one mm. percent. How, how much were they down last year, though? Well, I can't. 100%. I, I can't see that they sold a lot of units, especially last year with a pandemic and everyone knowing because they revealed the Series X uh, at the Game Awards the December before. So that's still in their sort of um, their mid quarterlies. Yes. So. People aren't going to rush out and buy a, a One or a 1X knowing that the next big thing's coming around the corner. Yeah. I just had a terrifying thought. Was it 2019 when they bought Bethesda and stuff? Or was that last year? That was last was year, last 2020. Year. Was that the start of last year? No, it was... Uh, Middle like August. Yeah. Oh. Well, oh, it was when we had come back out of lockdown. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was yeah. real confused. Statistics can say whatever you want. Like, you can say, I'm 51% up on last year without mentioning the fact that you were 300% down last year. Exactly. I'm not saying that that's what they were. I'm just saying statistics But the fact that they got... Misleading. They cleared, cleared 17 billion US profit. That's a lot of money. Profit. 17 billion. <laughs> yeah. But that's Yum. all of Microsoft. That's not Xbox. Dirty, dirty number money. Speaking of dirty money... And numbers, Dan. Do you have a top ten horror games list? I do. That was a terrible segue into it. You should let me segue into I, it. Some of my favourite games are in this list. Really? Yep. So I have the most indulgent list ever. I, throughout the time of Hack the Dino, I wanted to do like a full horror special. This is never. Uh, I've never heard of that. No, no. It's just, it's just never really had an opportunity to do it because it's just an indulgent thing. It's basically there's, there's never been a reason to do it. You've also, got to, you've also got to mention it. Yeah, it's true. you got to tell um, the person who does the show run. Yeah, true, G- true, true. Generally. Anyhow, I decided to do it my last day. <laughs> he also decided to start a horror movie podcast. Yeah, true, true. Um, so, I'm going to run through, in order of their age, what's that called? Chronologically. Chronologically. Chrono Trigger. Dan's favourite <laughs> horror games of all time. Now, I had to limit it down. This list is probably about 20, and I've had to, I've had to knock a couple out of there. Um, in every kind of generation and stuff like that, because like, you know, I could have done a, an hour of me just going. And number ninety six is is uh, Chiller. <laughs> Do you remember Chiller? Yeah. No. Can we just talk about Chiller for one second? All right. Do you know what it is, Brayden? I'll search it up. So Chiller was a game on the NES, which was a shooting game, which you know use the uh, what's it called, the light gun, mm-hmm. and it was the most violent, vile thing you've ever oh seen. Oh my god. Bring it up, Braden, if you oh, can. Oh, this is horrible. Is it this? Is it the torture chamber? Level? Yeah, yeah. Bring it up, quick. Oh, this game was God. like. There are kids that watch this though. Nah, this, it's no, a ne- it's sweet. a NES game. It is a NES game, but it's still a lot. Bring it up. Well, that's not obviously. It's wow. about to. It's about to. And so yeah, you oh, you man. do stuff like you you just that dude's head yeah so you crunched it by shooting. So this this is not one of my games. This is um just what Do I wanted I to mention because like, I don't understand how this was. Ga- this officially licensed by Nintendo. I don't see the Nintendo seal of quality on this. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, let's get back to what I really want. Um, so my number one in chronological order, the game that really got uh, the first game that really wowed me as a horror game is this Doom. Yes, flat me Doom. Too. Like this game, its sound design. You're hearing those monsters behind you. You hear that and stuff like that, and you know, like having that 360 soundscape. 
there was nothing like it at the time to me. And then, you know, being, you were a dude in hell and you were just like, nah, I don't want to be in hell. <laughs> Actually, you're on Mars. You're on Mars. Yeah. I mean, the second Demons one, from hell. second one, you're in hell. I loved the sounds of the doors opening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everything, the, the the monsters and they come up <laughs> and stuff like that. Like everything about this game was amazing. Um, the shotgun, like you never like, experienced a shotgun like this in a game. You know what I loved as well? How <laughs> easy, but how well, not easy. Just the the hidden passages. If you looked, you would find them. Like there's, there's probably one there. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's fine. Um, if you looked, you would find them. But if you didn't look, you'd miss them all. Ben. But, but they weren't impossible to find. Have you ever experienced? Did you experience this kind of thing? Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Back in its, I played uh, Doom. In, in its, on the four eight six. No, I had a three eight six. Oh, four, four, three four. Um, the other thing as well, we, back in the day, there was no moving the mouse. It was None. all. It was all keyboards. So you had your hands like close together, and it was up, down, left, right, and then you had to hit, keep your finger on shift to strafe. And like, and I got so good. We were all amazing at it. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I tried to do it recently again. Like, tried to do those controls, and I'm like, oh my god, how did we do this back in the day? You but can you got- get it uh, on Switch and PlayStation for very cheap, especially when they have some uh, deals. I think it was on for like two dollars the other day. Mm. Yeah. There was also no looking up or down. If you were firing in the right at the right axis, it would automatically just send the bullets to the bad guy, which if he was above or below you. Um, they did later on do a mod where you could look up and down and stuff, like then use a mouse. Wasn't that in uh, the uh, 64 version they added that? Yeah. Well, yeah, the 64 version was like uh, a, a game bot in on itself. A weird yeah. thing, yeah. Those, those imps always creeped me out. Ah, uh, but yeah. Beautiful, amazing game. That oh my god, the chainsaw. See stuff like this, man. Like this game was made for me, just to have a chainsaw in a game. <laughs> anyway, next game. So this game, um, this is a, an yes. unreleased game that I had. That, did you know about this game? Oh, I had this game. Yeah, no one knows about this game. It's really weird that you, um, it was called on the PlayStation One. I got a hold of it, obviously a pirate copy, and it was called Thrill Kill. This game is crazy. This is basically a four-player game with the multi-tap, and you uh, a bunch of psycho inmates, and you're put in a room by crazy millionaires to fight each other for their fun. Sounds like 2020. So I, I had this as well because I had a chipped PS1, and someone gave me this, and I'd never heard of it. But And it blew my mind yeah. that something like this could uh, exist. So what makes this game different is it's more like Power Stone, actually. You don't actually have a... See, you've got the bars up the top. You all start with no energy, and it's whoever gets... Um. Yeah, it's it's like you when you, you hit people, you get energy. You inflict damage and get get it. Yeah, yeah the, the damage that you inflict, you get. And once you filled up, you this lightning cut. You can see here the imp, the little guy here, or one of them is going like. So lightning will come in and make you super duper, and then you get to take out one player, and they're out the the round forever. And it's like, it's like cut down. So here you can see here he's got the evil. And what made it cool is you had this like amazing like see now you get the, the, the quicker way and you're just trying to avoid him. So then you get like the <laughs> the gore kill. Um there's lots of there's lots of weird this game I'm pretty sure was bad. It had lots of sexual weird vibes in it as well. I was a, never saw a release over here. There was yeah. a woman that would uh was it she would straddle your it was, head? It was a prototype and have her way with you while she um killed you. Uh, this is the same engine as the Wu Tang game. Yeah, yeah. The, so yeah, the Wu Tang. This became the Wu Tang Clan game, kind of vibe. But there's a, a one of the characters. He's a guy who's in the straitjacket. He's out. One of his like moves is he kicks you over into the over onto all fours, and then has um 
has his way with you. Yeah. He he. <laughs> I couldn't believe this thing when I saw it. Oh man, it was it was me written all over. Anyhow, <laughs> so that's uh, nothing says Dan like. Uh, so I got a couple of having your way with a couple of PS one <laughs> ones that like I know these are cheesy ones that everyone's like, mm, but Silent Hill one. Yes, this brilliant. game is. I mean, oh, everyone loves Silent Hill two. Yeah, Pyramid Head. Yeah, great, great, rape, rape. But like. This one for me was the one. This was like the idea of it, the playing it, like the no idea of what you had to do. Going to the schoolhouse. Um, I don't know how far through this this is. This is right near the start. Yeah, just the ideas in this game that I'd never come across and the horror, the psychological horror. But a psychological horror as a young person, I couldn't understand. A lot of things used to go over my head. So yeah, Silent Hill, definitely up there. Beautiful. One of the best games, French. I still play every Silent Hill game that comes out, even though half of them are rubbish. <laughs> like, it's about time we get a good Silent Hill game. I can tell you that. Like, And uh, news that Konami isn't shutting down their gaming division, uh, but simply restructuring their company so it would make it easier to make games, allegedly. But it's been so many years since it's been a good Silent Hill. Um, and then also PS1, the OG Resident Evil. You can't go past this as a horror game. Survival horror the first survival horror that I think hit the West, you reckon? Like yeah. at least the one that like popularized it. I remember as well because it had talking in it, real talking, like recorded yeah. voices. Yeah. wasn't really done that much. And I remember playing it in the family room. My parents went into games, but my parents weirdly got into this for a while because there was like cutscenes with actors going, "Barry, how can we get out? Don't worry, Jill, we'll find a way." And oh, old Bill McGuinness loved it. Yeah, and like they were just like, oh, hey, try this, go over there, go over there, do this, do that. It was so hard for me as well. And as soon as the hunters came into it, man, it got hard. It just ended up with a lot of running away from people uh, and a lot of loading downstairs and going to things. But yeah, definitely a genre-defining thing. And yeah, like I say, people in the chat, um, oh yeah, the, the GameCube remakes, oh, the GameCube remake blows <laughs> this away, really. Yeah, it's true. Um but this was, to me, this is, as I said, this is Dan McGuinness. This is all Dan McGuinness now. There are so many better versions of this game out there, but, like, I didn't have a GameCube. This is the one that you were This is the to? one I had. I remember, like, hearing that, you know, if you finished the game in under a certain amount of saves and under a certain amount of time when you reloaded the game, you got the rocket launcher permanently with unlimited ammo. <laughs> you can just go through the game blowing everyone up. Was that a real cheat or was that one of the schoolyard cheats that someone said? You know, I can't remember. Cool. Um, there was definitely an unlimited um, rocket launcher at some stage, though. Oh, cool. Gets... Anyhow, moving on. This is one of my favourite games you're about to say. Yeah, no one knows about this game. Well, they do. Hey, I've got one and two. I said, why? I had to pick one, though. Uh, PS2 we've moved into now, and I've gone into The Suffering. So, The Suffering um, is set in a maximum security prison. Basically, you can see here at the start... Um, yeah, a kind of a riot breaks out, would you call it? Yes. Yeah, a riot well, breaks... I, no, there was a... Well, something there happened. Was something, there was like a, a portal or a, a crack opens up under the prison. Yeah. But like the, the whole prison goes to hell and you're like, yeah. what's going on? You're like this hardened dude who had a family. And then suddenly, this happens. All these Voldo dudes... Remember Voldo from Soul Calibur? All these Voldo-looking guys come into this prison and you're this guy and you have to like... And it's super violent. It had that man, that manhunt vibe to it, yeah, of violence. Yeah, very much. Like you know, um, or 
And yeah, it, I just loved all these like real sickening horror things. Like, and what makes this really cool is it does that thing like fear. Remember fear? Yeah. Fear used to do where like these little just little scripted moments happen. Like you know, you walk into a room and suddenly you'll be surrounded by a million ghosts, and then they'll just uh, the lightning will flash and then they'll disappear. Or there'll be like you know your y- your daughter going, "Hey, daddy, help me!" And a weird, oh, you know, weird the fog. Yeah, weird stuff. Like you look in security camera footage and you see. Like weird stuff happened, and, and yeah, it was just a great game, great horror game that everyone should. Have. Second one was cool as well. Talking about a scene, there was the, the scene right at the start as you were first coming out of your cell. That was the first game moment that really terrified me, and it was uh, you walk out of the cell and you see one of the guards getting like dragged up into the uh, the, um, the the vents. vents, and it was just it was just done so well. I shacked myself. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, sick horror. Uh, moving on. Moving on to the next generation of PS3 slash 360. Dead Space 2. This game, oh man, this game affected me so badly. I've talked about this before, I reckon. I got into this game so deep. This game is terrifying. And I got into it reading every bit of lore for it and everything. I started having nightmares about it and like, look at these little kids. Did you see those babies crawling on the walls and stuff? (laughs) This is the most Dan McGuinness game I've ever seen. Um, so this this game's like, whole thing was about dismemberment. So you your weapons were like mining equipment that you could actually like. So you'd have like a a, a fire out that would go horizontal, or you could flip your gun and make it go vertical to hit different limbs off of things and chop them up and stuff like that. This game went so psychologically deep that yeah, it affected me so bad. And then at the end, you have to do surgery on your own eye. Oh, that's that bit. That's oh. this game. Yuck. Um, this game is, without a doubt, one of the best horror games ever. Third one was rubbish. Um, yeah. Let's call it to attention to the chat. Jen, uh, broke a controller playing Dead Space. Or did you teeth it? Have you got teeth marks in it? <laughs> did you teeth it? Yeah, there's, there's so many people have teeth marks on their controllers. Yeah, I had a mate who used to buy his controllers. I've never so heard Nintendo that. Controllers. Oh, really? Yeah. Never. Someone was telling me the other day, that, like, they're, they're, they've still got a NES control, SNES controller and they're... With their girlfriend's teeth marks in it, because she used to bite it. Kinky. I know. Bite uh, the controller. So yeah, so if, if you guys are into horror and you haven't played any of these, definitely give them a go. <laughs> now we're getting into the real next. So I'm just skipped that whole gen- console genre. Oh, look at these little kids now. Yes. Oh, this is horrible. No, thank you. Ooh, and they get on you. <laughs> and the other thing as well, this game is what is weird is when you die, you as the character die really horribly. Like a Tomb Raider game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. they're real long death sequences. Next on, next console generation, we're moving into the PS4 slash Xbox One slash kind of PC vibe now. Evil Within 2. This game is wicked. Look at this. Like, <sighs> Following the events of what the first... The- <laughs> This this game has ideas in it that I had never seen in any game. Like third person horror, um, you don't even have to play the first game to know. Like you kind of get an, an inkling of what's going on. I did play the first one. This was, I think, the guy. Um, this is off the top of my head. I think this is the guy that did Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil. He did the or the first Silent Hill or something like that. I'm going to go. There were so many ideas of horror in this game. There was a, there was an, a, a a bad guy that would f- kill you and photograph you and it would lock you in a prism 
in that moment forever looping. So all these dudes like like they go like you know their blood was splurting out of their face on a bullet shot and it goes zoop and it'll just keep coming out and you just saw stuff like that. Directed by Resident Evil creator Shinji Mikami. Oh yeah, we've got actually yeah got it all in the thing. Um, it's just such a good horror game. It's so like the, the the pacing is good, the story is interesting, the graphics just keep getting better as it goes along, and it's one of those things that you like. It's so weird at the start, and you're like, "What's going on? How can they possibly explain these weird events?" And they do. And by the end, it's got a real big good boss fight at the end. You know where they usually clump it up at the end? Um, yeah, they did in this one. This is a great game, and anyone can play this game. Like, it's not. Intricate. It does have a little bit of like resource management, but it's not hard. You know what I mean? It's like collect this, do that, and stuff like that. But yeah, look at this. Constant ideas flopping out, flopping, flopping around. Uh, and it's super cheap at the moment. I've noticed this game's out for twenty bucks and stuff. It's like do uh, yourself a favor. Pretty sure you find it cheaper than that. Oh, there you go. Certain retailers. Certain. Next one, one I've just finished recently and love it. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. This game. I know I was I wasn't gonna do another Resident Evil, but I just this game just worked for me. This game is terror. Oh my god, yuck! Can I make this smaller? <laughs> no. Oh. Look at this. Stuff. I'm not like, watching what's going this on? Screen. This is fucked. Watch this, Brayden. No, I hate Look. it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bring Brayden up. Can you bring oh you up? Oh my god. He's tiny down there. Oh. Put your put your picture up, Brayden. Look. This is, oh Jesus Christ. And like, there's so oh, and this is your look. wife who's yeah, who was horrid. fine a second ago. Oh. oh, soaring through it as well. Oh, yeah. All so the webbing. Ah. She's so grotty. Wait, she pulls it outwards. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, You actually get your hand chopped off in this game. And then she's like, oh. Now and then, chop your own and then look at this. She's like, I don't want to hurt you. So she starts to take herself out the equation. It's oh, so brutal to watch. Fuck. She starts oh, to like, my God. She's just like trying. When can I stop? <laughs> You can't, you've got about another stop? minute and a half, I think. This then, game is like horror. There's, 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 it starts off as this dirty backwater horror where you, you just suddenly got like, your girlfriend's gone missing for you know a year and suddenly you get this video from her going, come help me. You get there and she's all like, why this. did you come? And then you're in this house. The graphics in this, this RE engine that they've made is like nothing like that. Oh, yeah, that'll fix it, mate. It, it does. does. <laughs> And then, yeah, there's this, you're fighting this crazy family, which are unkillable. And they just keep coming back, no matter how much you hurt them. And they're constantly in the game, walking around in the house. Yeah. So you're always on guard, like... Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only, bring it big, Brayden. Bring it big, Brayden. Oh, this game is like... I'm pretty sure you've only got another 13 and a half minutes of this. Ah, uh, yeah, no thanks, I'm good. I think she runs out with a chainsaw at some stage. Wait. Yeah, this is where you try. learn to block, Ethan. So Ethan Winters, you play here, and that's Mia Winters. Um, I think she will be. Ooh. <laughs> Look is how like re re real the lighting is in this game, and like just there are so many moments in this game where it's just beautiful. Like you know that Ghost of Tsushima, beautiful, where you're just mm. like, Shh, you're like, dang, that looks amazing. But it's all most of the time it's like you know a lady that's filling up with spiders in her belly and then <laughs> bursting out and stuff like that. So, oh. so you're very excited for the new one, Dan? Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but they're gonna do something. Anyhow, moving on. I got two more. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um. Oh great! Braden's favorite game of Hack the Dino. 
Yeah, this was a good let's play. The forest. The forest. This is my only survival crafting mining game I have ever played. And it is such a funny game. Like, And only recently I started playing it with people. Like, I was going to play it with you, Floppy, didn't I? Yeah. A couple of nights and stuff that you can play as multi. You can just play the game with other people in the game. It's great. I don't know who they're saving, their own kids. <laughs> that was the night that I fell down the sinkhole and just kept respawning or something down the sinkhole. Yeah. Could never get out. Um, so this game is... Something like that. Really beautiful graphics. So like just for, uh, you know, an indie kind of vibe. Cutting down the trees looks great. Building, mining, but you're all like you, you crash you crash your plane on an island. But the th- oh, someone's fastened this one up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it takes to chop down a tree, and you have to actually like chop it down properly. It's been a day and a half in game. Uh, turn into logs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at least they're logs and they're not cubes. You actually have to pick them up and take. Anyhow, um, but there's also juxtaposed to these like weird um, cannibals that are on the, the island as well. And you start going caves and realize there's mutants down there and all stuff like that. Very scary. It's um, Braden pooped himself when he played it. I certainly did. That was great fun. And then my last, uh, my last but not least, but is least because you can't get any more, is PT Demo. Oh, yeah. This thing, this game, I couldn't believe how scared I was playing this game. I never played it. You never played PT? I never got to, no. I it, didn't either. And the, the legend of it, it, this reminds me of like, it's kind of got that same engine vibe as Resident Evil 7, because that came after it, didn't it? And everyone thought, oh. Because everyone thought this was like, I don't know what they thought it was. But like, the concepts in this game, this was Kojima, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that you just can't play it anymore. I know you can get remakes of it and ports or whatever, but like, look at the like what this game looks like. Um, and then, like, later on, you find out there's, like, these weird little babies in it, and they were designed by Junji Ito and stuff like that. This, this, and then, of course, at the end, is Norman Reedus is, uh, you know, he's at the end of, uh, of the, this, this thing once you solve it, which is very hard to solve. Mm. I had to do it. For some of it, I had to do a, 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 a look-up, whatever it's called. Walk through. Walk through. There's, um... The idea that there's there's a ghost in here and it's following and it actually is following you, isn't it? Yeah, the whole yeah. time. People broke yeah. the code and like that. Do you want to find that footage? Nah. It nah. makes me more comfortable watching that footage than actually watching the gameplay. Do you know what made me most uncomfortable when I finally watched this one day? And it, I have no idea why, but it was the same way you're walking through. You're walking through. You come in and there's a bloody fridge just hanging in the middle of the room. And yeah. For whatever uh, reason, that made me go. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. People Can sell you- consoles that has this download on it for like stupid amounts of money. Yep. Yeah, I think one of my mates is uh, Kudrev still got it on one of his, on his one of his. He he turned I don't know, who knows. Yeah, great game, great puzzles. Um, you're right. It did take a uh, a guide to in order to get through it because you had to do things like find the numbers and then poke out some eyes of uh, some f- specific Photo. photos. Yeah, and, and pick up a piece of paper. And then yeah, so there's a little tiny bit of paper in every room, and you go and put it into a, a photo frame to make a photo. Um, you don't get told that, but kind of like just what you do in the room. And it's a looping hallway. So it's this, this same L-shaped hallway the whole way through. It's always on the same time. So even if you like, I don't think you can go back out this door, can you? I don't. No, I think it's locked. No. You just go down the L and you'll come back out that door. But depending on what you do in, in the room at that time. But you can also do stuff that insta-kills you. Like if you just do the wrong thing, she will come and get you. And you just never know what you can do and what you can't do. And that's what makes it so scary. Honestly, in these types of games, anytime they turn the camera around to look behind them, I shit a brick. 
Oh, there's so much soundscape stuff done in this as well. It's the sound, I think, that really makes it. And just little things, like you walk past a door and it's slightly open, so you've got to open it, and then a hand comes out and just pushes the door closed. Ugh, He's going, no, 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 no. Yuck, yuck. Or no, you'll go past the door and it will just click open once you've walked past it. And you're oh. like, should I go back? No, it's going, never. If a door opens without you touching up, it, mate, look up. never go there. Because there's like bits where she's looking like over the balcony at you and stuff yep. in the yep. hallway. So it's just like, great concept, great horror. There, I mean, and that's it. That's, that's my list of my greatest horror games. There are a whole bunch of other ones that I know people have their favorites and stuff. I mean, I, I, I can't go past games. Or, you know, I mean, there's still like stuff like The New Doom. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't actually count The New Doom as horror anymore. It's just action fun. What's that? I've got a recommendation for you in the chat. Alien Isolation. I have played Alien Isolation. I don't count. That is a horror. That is a very suspenseful horror. Yeah. I just, it was just a, something missing from it that, made, that kept me playing it. So, you know, if you played that with like a PS4 camera or a Kinect, it, you could, there was a setting that, because yeah. um, the, they have microphones in them. If you were in a room and you made a noise, like if you, if you made a noise yourself. Physical that, noise. Yeah, the alien in the game would hear you and come hunting for you. Yes, That's you had, gross. You had to sit there in silence. You had to sit there in silence. I mean, I turned that off real quick, smart in a hurry. But yeah. Do you know what? You won't turn off real quick, sweet. sweet in, in a hurry. Game pass. Free games. 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 The stinger isn't in, don't worry. Floppy, what free games can people get? Oh, if you want to be, if you've got a games pass, do you have a games pass? I have many game passes. You have all of the games. Like I am the game one of the pass? 18 million people who gives money to play free games. In that case, you can play Cyber Shadow. Yeah. Which is out now. This just came out uh, the other week. This this uh, this week actually. This is like the uh, sh- uh, what is it called? Um, Shadow Warriors. Shadow Warriors. Yep, yeah, it's climb. exactly that. Um, Except with a downwards hit, obviously. Yeah, really cool game. Uh, the music is really awesome. But yeah, uh, you you Ninja Gaiden type games of the past. Um, out now on Games Pass. Really really tight game. Um, yeah, just a side scroller. Was this uh, the Messenger people? No. No. That no, game's funny, so. eh? Uh, it is Yacht Club though. Okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's Shadow Knight. Uh, they published it. They didn't. Uh, they didn't right. make it. Yes. But uh, yeah, really, really fun game. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I have watched a couple of uh, walkthroughs of it. Really tough. It's like got that NES toughness. It to looks it. tough. Um, and uh, it has a really cool dodge button. And it's one of those things. Uh, the power ups actually help you a lot as you get further within the game. But then you can go back and get secrets. Sort of like in that Metroidvania type style. So if you've got Game Pass, definitely recommend giving this one a go, as well as the next one. Ooh, the medium. I'm just going to go to the toilet. Okay. Goodbye, busting. Okay. Oh, Dan, this one's for you, though. I kind of thought that this one was the one that Dan could talk about, because I can't. What is it? The medium. The medium. We can talk about the medium. Yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah, it came out today. On Game Pass. On Game Pass. Free for all on Game Pass today. Yeah. Uh, So... What are you playing this one? You play a, a psychic lady who uh, is suffering from transportations from one reality to another. The other one, one is, I like the advertising they used for this on Twitter was really, really good. Um, it came up in my Twitter feed and the left hand side said, do you like scary games? And the right hand side said, do you not like scary games? And whichever one you clicked on, uh, the not scary game showed uh, the main character just in the normal world. Yeah. And then the scary game showed the, like, the character in the flipped, the flipped psychic world. world. So what I found really interesting about this game as well is that it, um, it renders both worlds in real time. Oh, okay. I know what we're talking about now. I remember this. Yeah. Um, 
again, haven't had time to play it. We were busy trying to scramble and get the show happening. But uh, yeah, really, really cool. Again, day and date. But it looks good. What other day and date um, console exclusives does Microsoft having or Xbox have coming out on their uh, uh, Xbox uh, Series X or Games Pass this year? Not too much. Not. A, uh, I can't think of a one. Like maybe Hellblade Two if they're lucky. Yeah, if that comes out this year, that would be a big one for them. Um, but I mean, apart from that, be big. It's not going to be like big, big. Well, it's an exclusive, and I mean, it's yeah. bigger than they had before. True. Uh, what have we got uh, from the old PlayStation people? You go to old mate PlayStation who have got some console exclusives. Uh, before they get to the console exclusives, there they got Control, the Ultimate Edition of Control. Now we know that that's one. We've seen a bit of footage on the show. We've seen Dan gone out. He loved that one. He loved. Uh, he loves the physics behind this. So you're. As, like a, a supernatural paranormal investigator investigator working for a, or going to this business to this company to find out that you're the new uh, director of the company and then the whole game happens with inside this building very and, uh who's the twin peaks creator uh david lynch, lynch. very lynchian very yeah. lynch uh but really cool physics so you had like um telekinetic powers and like doing it in a room that was filled with say tables and and chairs and and stuff on desks and all of that stuff individually getting thrown around a room like you can see there it was phenomenal it just looks yeah there you go it is absolutely unreal I would get killed because I was watching the stuff that was happening in the background there's really no excuse not to play this I think it's also on Game Pass I believe I think it is so you've got it on Game Pass you've got it on PlayStation Plus if you're a subscriber there. Um, and also February 2nd, you've got the Ultimate Edition coming out, which has a higher frame rate, ray tracing, and a hell of a lot more. You also have the DLC um, that you can get of control as well. Yeah. Which I don't think... Uh, th- there was free DLC, and then there was a paid DLC. Um, so yeah, it, it's a big, meaty game, and to get it for free on uh, Game Pass is uh, it's pretty freaking good. Uh, what else have we got there, Floppy? Uh, Dan, you we have control? one that was listed as it was supposed to be... Ooh, a launch control. title. So Destruction All-Stars was meant to be a launch title for the PS5 and it got delayed indefinitely and is now out for free on PlayStation uh, Plus. No, or? it wasn't delayed indefinitely. They wasn't announced it? they were pulling it from the launch in order to give it more time and they said it will be the February PS Plus game. So this Did was they announced. Say that at yeah, the time? this was announced before the um, I missed that. Hey, this is a Destruction Derby game. Yeah. Yeah. So this looks to me like Rocket League without the ball. What and you jump into different cars when they get trashed up? But it's, uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't played it, but it was meant to be um, a release title for the PS5, like a launch title. Um, it does look like fun. Like, I'll give it a crack. Yeah, well, why I'll not? It's a free it. PlayStation 5. Um, I can't do the Rocket League thing, but I can drive into other things and cause damage. Just so, like I can when playing Mario Kart. Or oh, driving. I think you meant in real life. Well, that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, excellent. Last but not least on PlayStation Plus is Concrete Genie. <laughs> Um, did anyone play Concrete Genie? Braden, I know, played Concrete Genie. I know, I did not. I want no. to play Concrete Genie. Oh, really? Same. Yeah, it's a game I'd really like to get into. But Braden, uh, what do you know of Concrete Genie? So Concrete Genie, I remember hearing so much about because um, Greg Miller of Kind of Funny was a huge um, like supporter of it, a huge fan of it. Um, and I remember hearing amazing things about it. It's not like it's not the biggest game in the world or anything, but I just remember hearing how just like really lovely it is how much of a like a good anti-bullying message it has behind it um like yeah it and it just looks really cute and i really like it yeah i think it's a it's a game that's meant or it was made to put across a specific message mm. and it did that really well they knew that it was never going to be a huge triple a game so what they did is they focus on their message they focus on their gameplay and their and their style and they just did it really really well 
They um, we had a couple of people come in and ordered the art of it, like the book, the mm. art book. Yeah, it's a really lovely looking game as well. So again, on PlayStation Plus, if you got it there, download it, add it to your library, and play it at some point because it's well worth it. Free games. Game. So now it's time we move on to something else. Oh. Something else for... Um, Thanks for the follow. For all of us here and, and something else for the very last time. I'm talking about Dan versus the world. Woo. We don't have any graphics. Sorry. Uh, but I'm going to give you a choice, Dan. Do you want to, for the last time ever, be Dan versus the world or do we want to introduce Braydan versus the world? What do I do then? So you would be Brayden and you going up against Floppy. Oh, that seems unfair. Representing the world. Or you can do Brayden and Floppy versus Dan in the original version. What is it going to be, Or we Dan? could do Dan and Floppy versus the new... No. No. Damn it. They're the choices. One or two, Dan. What do you want to do? Solo or with Brayden? I can actually do it solo. Solo. We're oh, going old school. Here we go. For those who don't know what it is, it's me versus everyone in a video game quiz to the end, to the death. A video game music quiz. I have four songs here. I will play the first five seconds of the first song and Dan, representing Dan, will ask a question to try and work out which game that song came from. Then the world, represented by Brayden and Floppy, will have their turn. They'll go backwards and forwards for five times. For five times. I always mess up at this point. so close. It's four years. You'd think I'd be better at it. Uh, after five guesses, they get a free guess, uh, and if they get it right, they get a point. If they don't, they don't. You can try and guess it before the five, but if you get it wrong, the other side gets the point. Uh, as of last show, uh, Dan's on four, the world's on three, and Dan, you're the carryover champion. You hold the trophy. Did you guys take it? Yeah, yeah, it's in the shed. Good, good. good. <laughs> Brayden, can you make shed. yourself bigger and move yourself into the middle for me under my crutch? Oh, uh, you just... Okay, I can do that. All Words right. that Dan hasn't spoken before. So, here we go. Now, we have had a lot of problems, obviously, tonight and previously with uh, Dan versus the world and the music. So, um, we've got a way around it, but that'll be next show. Well, For now, here's song number one. <laughs> what? Dan, question number one. Um, what what I'm gonna do the easy questions first. What genre uh, genre or genre of game is it? It's a roguelike. A roguelike? Yes. Well, I question number one. Know it? Do you know it? I don't. I know it. I know it. it. I should have said it. Yeah, you I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't say it, Dan. It was your game of the year. It's oh. Hades. Yes, it is Hades. I was trying to get the show going a bit. <laughs> Sorry, just go like Hades. Uh, so, Brad, damn, why didn't I just do that? <laughs> You're four apiece. Oh, is that all started again? Uh, right. It's four versus four. Braden got the, four, the four. numbers wrong. The file that I imported was wrong. Yes, correct. Okay, here we go. Song number two. Here we go. Dan, question number one. Didn't seem like a song. Seemed like a, a There cut. was a song at the bit. It's a fax machine. Seemed like a cut. Yeah, it was music. I think I know what it is as well, but I'm, I'm not gonna keep I'm gonna keep this going, but No, don't worry about it. What 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 genre yeah, what console is it on? 
Uh, this one was originally PlayStation 1. World, question number one. Have we spoke about it on, on the show? We have indeed. Yes, Game Boy Dad got it. It's Metal Gear Typewriter. <laughs> typing it's my favorite typing, typing tutor. Typing tutor. Uh, Dan, question number two. Is it Resident Evil? Yeah, it's just Resident Evil. Yeah, I knew that too. Man, right. I, I didn't realize it was going to be a, a, a Dan Wank session. <laughs> well, it's the last time you're here. we got to sort of give you a little bit of a, a leg up. Here we go. Song number three. I, could, I don't think anyone would notice, so I could keep this going for a while, I reckon. Do it. Dan, question number one. It's Road Rash. <laughs> <laughs> on the Sega Mega Drive. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, one more. Okay, here we go. Um, That's good, because I was going to say Road Rage. Oh, I should have left it. Here we go. I was going to say Looney Tunes Road Rage. Final song. Here we go. Every time. Dan, do it. We all know it. Yeah, I, know, I thought you might be trying to trick me into saying an obvious game. You just said. I think there's only one. Oh, no, there is two versions of it, technically. Is it... James? What? No, it's the one that... Like... Man, Dan, it's been a long time. All right, uh... I haven't seen Qu- it yet. Question number. All right. Question number one. Is it Goldeneye? Goldeneye. No. No, no. it's not Goldeneye. It, it no, feels very. Oh, I got it wrong. Well, it's, it's Metal Gear Solid. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I thought it was that dude. It, it's the song that is meant to invoke the James Bond style. Yeah, uh, when he's climbing up the ladder. Yeah, um, I got that you. was the. I, I lost. One of the very first songs that we played on Hack the Dino as part of Dan vs. the World. Mm. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. That's a nice way to cap it. Surprised you off. didn't remember. Four years ago, Dan. I got tricked. No, you didn't, because at the end of that, you were on six, the world is on five. So Dan retires undefeated. Apart from that one year where he was defeated. I never gave out the trophy. But, Dan, we've been Hack the Dino. Do the wrap up. This is the end. That's the end. Oh, we've been hacked the dino. Hang Thank on, you before f- you do, before you do. There's, there's stuff I have to do first. I can't find it. Oh, God, someone vamp. Oh, here it is. Blah, I, blah. I bought a new game. What'd you get, Floppy? I bought this. I bought this game. Nice. Dan, wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Why isn't there any black and white slow motion pictures of me doing funny things like laughing and stuff? Because we did not have the time. Yeah, it's fair enough. Everyone in the chat, say goodbye to Dan. He's going forever now. I'm going. This is my retirement. I love you all. Um, we've been hacked the dino. We. We have been hacked the dino. I will no longer be hacked the dino. Oh, we're black and white. <laughs> I like that. Um... You can catch us on all major podcasting services every every other Friday over on Twitch. Um, what else do you say? That's kind of it, really, isn't it? Like then it's going YouTube. to, you know, you know, you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on the iTunes. All the po- great podcasting services out there. We're gonna get a DMCA strike. <laughs> bye bye. Um, what pluggables do we Dan, have? Dan, where can people find you? You can find me if, let's just say, 
you're not sick of me yet and you want to still follow my wacky life, you can come into Greenlight Comics in 18 Stevens Place in the city and see me there. Or if you just want to hear about my rock solid opinion about horror movies, you can join me and Jennifer the Batman Strand on Television Horror Podcast every Tuesday night on all major podcasting services where we talk about horror films and go through it scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it for everyone. It's amazing. Um, is that the link to it, Brayden? That certainly is. There's a link. This is great. I feel like I'm in clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy, what do you got to plug? Uh, you can head over to Instagram where you can find me, named Floppy Plays Games. I'll show you pictures of things that I've bought, things that I like, stuff that I'm playing, stuff that I've got, probably haven't played. Stuff like this. Bought it the other day. I know you all hate it. I like it. Get stuffed. I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite partial to this black and white look, eh? I think it looks nice. Makes me look more tanned. Brayden. Yeah. What um, have you got plugging? Yeah, again, you can also find me at Greenlight with Dan. Um, also, Millennial Movie Talk. Uh, I haven't been on the actual episodes recently. They did call me while I was driving. Which is, you know, fine. But I, they did a call-in, so I talked about WandaVision with them. So if you want to hear us discuss a little bit of WandaVision... Do you like WandaVision? Millennial Movie Talk? I'm so interested. I've only watched two. It's very weird. I haven't watched any yet. And I'm so on board with it. Um, very keen. New episode is out today. So I'll be seeing, seeing what's happening. It's just a massive porno. I'm in. I like this black and white mode that my grey beard is like tough. And you can see us each and every week uh, on youtube.com backslash hack the dino or on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. Spotify, all podcast apps. Uh, That's it. Dude, no. Dude. Dan, after four years, what do you got to say? What's that? After four years of the show. I think that doing this was amazing. This was such a good, fun learning experience. Um, It's always been fun. Uh, I know so much more tech now than I've ever known. I own so much stuff that I don't need anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've also learned that I really enjoy just doing audio. (laughs) (laughs) As backed up by tonight's antics. Um, But so, yeah, so, yeah, it's been great. Thank you for letting me do it, Ben. Not letting you do it. Well, you asked me to do it. No, it was both of us. We both started off uh, in Greenlight Comics with two SingStar mics and a mug each. I think it was one SingStar mic and a mug at first. No, it was, it was two. No, there was one, I think. We're sharing, weren't we? I've watched no, the first episode. No, we were sharing, but we also had a guest on each week. That's when we had guests on each, oh, yeah. each week um, to talk about things. So the guest had a mic and you and I had to crouch over a SingStar mic in a, a little... Don't listen to that episode, by the way. In fact, I'm really tempted to delete the first 15 or so. You have someone, to leave Michael down in the chat said, are you and Square? It's all good now. It's actually that's the reason I'm really leaving. They said they're like it's us or him. Yeah. So yeah. we had to make the sacrifice in order for you to enjoy more Square Enix games. Dan has to die. It's true. Look at me. I'm a Vans off the wall kid now in the black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Pool coping. Um, that's it. Thank you, Dan. I want you to give us one final word before I hit the credits. What? Anything you want. Oh, a final word. For, I thought you were going to say a final word. No, I want a final word from you. 
my final word. Words. I don't know. I feel like I'm on the spot now. I thought I just said my final word. Thank you very much. I love you all. I love all the people that have been watching us, our fans, our supporters, our Patreons, um, you guys, everything. Turkeys. Gobblers. Turkey goblins. And, and all that. Is that what you wanted, Brayden? Yeah. Brayden. Thank you for Brayden. He was this little squid that came out of nowhere <laughs> and decided he just wanted to like hang out with a bunch of old dudes and edit their videos and watch their old wrinkles get wrinklier in high definition while you edited their sweat beads off their noses. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be working with you. So That's true. Weird. Everything's weird. Everything happens for a reason. Oh, chaos theory. Um, <laughs> that's the end. Take me out, please. I love you all. 